Hello Coven, I am your host Rachel Pawn, and in today's episode I will be discussing how to have a relationship with your inner child, starting with, or I shouldn't say starting with, but how to reparent your inner child, um, how to connect just in general with your inner child, and how to start the healing process. Because as we all know, Anything like this is not a one-and-done situation. It takes time. You need to have patience and love and allow the process to just unfold. So, So, let's jump right on into the episode. So, let's start with identifying a wounded or... Um, hurt inner child. Some examples um, of a hurt inner child is low self-esteem, poor body image, feels feelings of shame or regret, even guilt are are signs. And I just want to put a little thing out there to let you know that if you don't identify with all of this, It doesn't mean that you don't have a wounded inner child. It just means that this, that particular topic doesn't resonate with you. Um, Being a people pleaser, feeling inadequate, trouble trusting others, difficulty letting go, trouble with commitment, issues with, um, issues with, Jealousy, um, guilt in relationships, social anxiety, self-destructive behavior, trouble adulting, difficulty making decisions, um, anger issue, anxiety outside of your comfort zone, um, dependency. Dependency issues, um, passive aggressiveness, um, some other, some signs of a wounded inner child, um, which I think a wounded and a hurt inner child are pretty much the same. They're one and the same, in my opinion. Feels Feelings of being left out, ba- abandoned, um, Let's see, normally, um, feeling um, like being one of those people that feels like you're only worthy of people that are emotionally unavailable could just be another way of playing out that emotionally unavailable uh, parent in your life. <coughs> um feeling sorry or bad for situations that are out of your control. You have nothing to do with that. Um, uh, You have difficulty trusting yourself and your own opinion, so you seek out validation through other people. Um, Struggling with letting things go. Um, Getting angry easily. Um, 
just to name a few. Um, let's see. How to validate your inner child. How to um, let your inner child know that the feelings that it is experiencing are valid and that you are there to support your inner child. So, some are... Um, holding a space for your inner child a safe space so like your you and your inner child know that this is your spot and whatever feelings you or your inner child may be sharing or have this is where it can all just be laid out no judgment and uh, the healing process can begin through that say things you wish your parents had said to you as a child um tell your inner child what happened wasn't your fault um tell your inner child you are here for them and you won't leave you are not like the others that have abandoned you or neglected you let your inner child know that their feelings are valid and you are here to listen. Give your inner child the chance to feel anything without judgment. Ask your inner child um, if there are um, any feelings they are willing to share. Um, Let's see here. I'm sorry. My notes kind of ran away there for a second. So those are ways to identify a wounded, hurt inner child. Now, how to start a conversation. How to start the, the growing of the relationship between you and your inner child. Here are just a few examples. You can ask questions such as, or, or say things such as, It's okay to feel lonely. I understand. It's okay to feel abandoned. I can relate. Um, It's okay to want things to be different. It's okay to need someone to be here with you. Uh, Saying things like, I survived or we survived. I am here with you. Um, so those are things you can say to start the conversation going. And then once you have the conversation going with your inner child, um, there are, um, questions or, or things that you can say to start the process of reparenting your inner child, such as, uh, validating, your feelings about emotions. A lot of people feel like they need to bottle up all their emotions. And um, speaking as a, a woman, uh, a lot of times in relationships, I have felt that I need to bottle up my emotions or the man that I am with 
will be like, oh, she's an emotional basket case. She has way too many emotions. And um, so I just bottle everything up inside. And then eventually we have an argument. And then I just turn into a volcano. And it's like things from three months ago come out that have nothing to do with the argument that we're in. But it's because I'm just keeping everything bottled up. And I need a way to let it all out. Now, I know that's not a healthy way. Um, where some people run away from fights, if an f- argument is happening, I am not one to run away. I want to have the fight, hash it out, and get it over with. Um, so I hope that makes sense. And I hope that doesn't make me sound like some violent person because it's like I'm not, you know, vicious or anything, but I'm not afraid of a fight, if that makes sense. Like, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> Um, so pay attention to your needs and honor them, however that may be. You know best, you know, you know your needs and you know best how to validate them and yourself. Give yourself permission to be imperfect, which I think everybody needs that at some point in their life. Offer yourself support and care during painful times or just in general. It doesn't need to be that you're going through a rough time. Just give yourself the space to, to care for yourself, you know? Um, notice all you're already doing um, instead of dwelling on all the things that you shoulda, coulda, woulda done Focus on what you have done and and how amazing that is that you were able to do that. Delight in small moments of joy with yourself. Um, It could be something as simple as just going for a walk in the evening, watching the sunset. Just thrive in those happy moments. Be tender with your own heart. Be, you know, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Just be gentle. Don't judge yourself and be harsh. Just allow things to just naturally happen and fill yourself up with love. Allow yourself to set an emotional boundary. And um, this is something that I am definitely working on. Um, so, oh, man, that that that's... Because I am very much a people pleaser. So for me to have boundaries and to stick with them, um, it can be hard at times. Because I'm like, if I set a boundary, then that person might take it as I don't love them. Or um, I'm, I'm asking for too much. So I need to find that middle ground where I have my boundaries and I stick with them. But the person, but I'm not afraid the person thinks that that means that I'm neglecting them. Um, Affirm your own existence as a human being. Being like, I matter. You know, I'm equally as important as anyone else. And, um, you know, et cetera. You can elaborate more onto that if you'd like. Uh, remind yourself of your worth over and over, which I think goes right back to affirming your own existence. It's just 
you are important. You're equally as important as every and anything else. Um, and then um, releasing blame. A lot of people, me, might you know, personally, um, carry around an unnecessary amount of blame. Things that have been put onto them and like, it's your fault this happened. If you weren't here, this wouldn't have happened. But we need to get to a point where we realize we had no power over that situation. It happened out of our control. And we need to let that, release that blame, that shame. Um, create a safe, create safe habits. <clears throat> Such as, um, you know, meditating, journaling, um, having quiet time where you talk to your inner child, um, you know, whatever that, that safe habits are for you, set a routine, you know, even if it's once a month, you know, you're going to go to your favorite restaurant, um, and then the museum and it, cause it, it's what recharges your batteries, whatever that may be, set time for that. Ask yourself, is it action? Oh, ask yourself, is this action that I am taking, is this to better myself or to harm myself? And if you are new at having these sorts of conversations with yourself, then I recommend um, using a pendulum. And you don't need to go out and buy some fancy pendulum if you've got a necklace you can use that back and forth, straight line, that's yes and no, and side to side is no. Um, or Yeah, so straight, back and forth is yes, and then side to side is no. Um, so, if you need more of a visual example, and, and you, even, if, even if you don't have a necklace, if you've got um, a piece of string, and then you tie something at the end of the string, something that can swing back and forth. That's good enough to, you don't need to go and buy anything elaborate or anything. And then there is an affirmation that I found that you can also use to use in the process of uh, reparenting your, your, child, your inner child. I am my own responsibility. I have new opportunities to create life on my own terms and you can rewrite that you can add take away you can go online and find your own affirmation that's just one that came up for me and I thought I would share that um and incorporating more playfulness into your daily routine whether that be dancing to music um writing poetry going to the gym uh, going for a, a hike, whatever that may be for you to incorporate that childlike playfulness in a great way of starting to, the reparenting process. Um, and some ways of awakening, like if you have never started, if you've never really had a relationship with your inner child, if you didn't even, weren't even, if that wasn't even on your radar, 
some ways of going about that are, I've got a list of 10 questions that you can ask. Um, what was my favorite activity as a child? So like, so ask yourself these questions and then be like, okay. And it might sometimes take you some time to come up with the answer for that. But once you get the answer, being like, how can I incorporate that in my life? Um, how did I achieve how did this activity bring me joy? Uh, so if you try, uh, let's say, rock climbing, for example. Let's say that's something you've always wanted to do and you finally got around to doing it. Ask yourself, did this bring me joy? Was this more of a frustration? Is this something that it was a one-time thing and I don't want to do it again? Ask yourself. And if the answer is it doesn't bring you joy, it's not something you want to do, being like, thank you for the experience, I'm moving on. But if it's something that's like, this fills my cup up with joy, then you know this is something that you should incorporate to some extent into your life. When did I stop doing this activity and how did I feel when I did do this activity? And um, I think that is a question that everyone should ask themselves at time because especially being an adult, life gets very overwhelming and then the things that you truly enjoy and bring you joy get thrown to the the side and um, you're just so engulfed with your mundane life as an adult and just existing. Um, who was a who was around me when I showed cased my talent? Um, I have an example for this. When I first moved back here after I moved out of my parents' house, um, you know, for Christmas Eve, my mom's side of the family. We we get together, that's when we celebrate Christmas. And uh, one year, uh, it was suggested that we should do a talent show on Christmas Eve when we all get together. So I just ran with it. I was like, oh my God, I have a poem. I'm going to read this. I'm excited for everyone else's talents because one of my nieces, she's really good at playing the guitar. The other one, she's a, um, a really tremendous artist, um, you know, and I thought this would be a fun time also for my aunts and uncles you know, being older, being in their late 50s, mid 60s, I figured this would be a way of like um, channeling into their inner child. Although at the time, I didn't know that that was a word. I just thought that this would be a time because I obviously being an adult myself, I am aware that, like I said, life gets overwhelming. And then the fun things that we used to do that brought us joy get pushed to the wayside. Well, that Christmas Eve came and I was the only one prepared. So I got up and I read my poem and everyone's expression was just like blank. It was like they didn't know what to say and so I took it as they were judging me like it was stupid. But when in actuality, they may have just not been in a place where they could express what it all, you know, they couldn't take it all in or they didn't know how to express their feelings. excuse me, my allergies are horrible today. It's giving me like this wheezy sound in my voice and 
this cough. So I'm sorry if that kind of disturbs the podcast. Um, but yeah, so either be cautious with who you share things with. And if you are willing to just share it with whomever, just be aware that you may not always get the reaction that you're truly desiring. So be okay with your own feelings from it. If you're if you feel like I did a good job, I got this. If the the people around you don't give you that response, be okay with just your response from it. Um some other things. Uh what else brings me joy or brought me joy as a child? Um arts and crafts. When I was a kid, I was all about that life. I would just sit there and I would cut out snowflakes out of paper or sometimes I would just take paper and I would just cut it up to like little tiny confetti um, strings and I would just, I would have so much fun as a kid doing that sort of stuff. Um, What did I want to be when I was younger? When I was younger, I wanted to be Amish, like horse and buggy, uh, you know, the whole nine yards. I wanted it all. And um, I wanted to have 20 kids. I wanted to have 10 boys, 10 girls. I wanted to outdo my mom because my mom had 10 kids. I mean, excuse me, nine. She had nine kids, 10. Um, you know, at that time when I was really deep into wanting to be Amish, she was pregnant with her 10th child, but unfortunately had a miscarriage. Um, so that's where I came. I was like, okay, because at the time we thought she was going to have 10 kids. I was like, okay, well, I want to be, you know, a bit, I want to have more kids, you know? And, um, um, but now as an adult, obviously that is not a practical thing. Um, especially considering I have seizures and Amish do not believe in traditional medicines. Um, you know, so that was kind of what put that kibosh on that dream for me as a kid. Um, And they certainly, as far as I know, Amish would not be okay with using CBD or marijuana for your seizures. So even if it was possible for me to become Amish today, it wouldn't be realistic. It would be like signing my death death certificate or something. So, um, but there are things that I can incorporate from the Amish to add that joy and happiness that, that 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 want brought me as a child. Like, for example, I love doing arts and crafts, like um, making, I mentioned, I think last week, I was going to make some cotton pads, like, um, like the cotton balls that you use, like when you are removing your makeup or putting toner on your face. Uh, I found this thing on Instagram where you use uh, like an old t-shirt you use and you, you like cut out the shape that you want and you sew three pieces together. So, um, you know, it absorbs whatever the liquid is that you're using. And so I enjoy doing arts and crafts like that and enjoy uh, cooking meals from scratch, um, which are all things that Amish do. So find a way of incorporating that thing that you and if, if what you wanted to be when you were a kid, if it is something that you can actually implement in your life and you can make that change and you can do that, rock and roll. <laughs> um, you know, that's awesome that you can do that. Um, 
what are some current hobbies that bring um, you joy as an adult? Um, for me, for example, um, the the arts and crafts and cooking, but I also really enjoy thrifting. Thrifting brings me so much joy. Uh, I love I love the bargain hunt. I love being like, you know, these. For example, finding a pair of pants that. Uh, look almost like a pair of pants that you could find at Target or something. But instead of spending $25 on the pants, I'm paying, you know, five. And I just I just love that. It gives me such a high um, for that. Um, how do I deal with emotional discomfort? Um, you know, whether that be being somebody that just shuts down or somebody that is willing to embrace the idea of, a, of an argument, a fight, um, you know, and is it a healthy way that you go about it? That That's the more important things to identify is the way you're, re- you're reacting in that moment. Is it healthy? Should I make changes? Um, you know, I know for me, I'm very run by my emotions. So if I'm upset, I will let you know. And where I need to improve is to stop being so just hot button and just run with my emotions and stop and think, is this that I am really mad at this person or is this because whatever was said and done triggered something from my past and this is something that I need to work through as well? Um... How do I go, in the, the last question is, how do I go about comforting, comfort, how do I go about comforting myself, um, and if that is even possible? And the answer is yes. Um, you can definitely comfort your inner child. You can be that support system and just say, you know, I am here for you. If there's anything you need to share Get off your chest. I am here. I've got open ears, open heart, and an open mind, and I am here to listen. Um, and then um, I want to leave you guys with um, 12 ways of healing your inner child. So um, apologizing to yourself. You know, it might be... Um, Something that you've been a guilt that you've been carrying around, and you're like, I am sorry that you felt like you needed to carry this around. It is not your fault that this outcome is what happened. You were just an innocent bystander, and and letting your inner child know that you validate their feelings. That is the number one thing: is validating your inner child because at some point somebody made you as a child or told you as a child that your feelings were not validated so that's a big part of the um, whole growing and getting to be in tune with your inner child remind yourself um, how wonderful you are is number two Um, censoring your inner critic um, which everybody has everybody's got that voice to 
make sure that it lets you know that you aren't as ma- as amazing as you think think you are or whatever when really that is your um that is that little um negative voice that was developed from um childhood when you were embarrassed when you when when you said some innocent comment or question and the adults around you were like, now we don't talk that way. That's not a a proper topic for where we are right now or, you know, whatever. Um, let's see. Uh, find a safe place. So whether that's like a physical safe space or finding a safe place within your heart, um, you know, and... Um, you and your inner child know that this is a place that you guys can meet. Um, so, um, paying attention to your, your feelings. And, um, I think that this one is beautiful. Um, because it leaves it open for interpretation. So I, so paying attention to your feelings. A lot of people, uh, pay attention to their feelings when they're in a situation that they're, Anxiety is kicking in. They're under pressure and they're like, why am I feeling this? They identify where that core feeling is coming from. But I think it's equally as important to identify when you are in bliss, when you are having a wonderful time, you're out with a group of friends or what have you, and you're just having a blast. And I think it's good to check in just as often then and being like, what is it that I am doing today in this experience that is bringing such joy so I can r- replicate it? So I can make sure that I I know what brings me joy instead of it always just being checking in and being like, what is it about this situation that is bringing me stress and anxiety so I don't do that again? I think both are equally as important as the other. Tell yourself you have nothing to be ashamed of. Um, remind yourself it's not your fault. Um, rediscover a forgotten passion. Do childlike things, which I think falls very nicely with um, um, rediscover your passions. Um, write a letter to yourself. Um, visualize visualize yourself as a child visualize the situation and kind of rewrite the situation Um, remember it everything takes time it takes time this whole healing process that we've discussed in this episode it's not a one one flick of the light and everything's fixed. It will take time. It will take patience. There will be ups and downs, but that's okay. That's everything in life. And if you are willing to take the course and follow it, and when I say take the course, I mean like follow the path, you know, of of healing your inner child and yourself, the outcome is going to be beautiful. With all that being said, I am going to leave you guys here for this time and I will be back next week with a brand new episode on how to protect yourself how to um, build 
a protection around yourself in your day-to-day life and also in your practice. So with that being said, I hope everyone has a magical week and I want to thank everyone so much for sharing this time with me. And if you would like, please uh, follow me over on Instagram and Twitter at that period new period witch. And um, rate and subscribe. If if this is your first time ever listening and you're not uh, subscribed yet, please do. And I will see you all next week. Bye, Coven.